This is Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. We've chosen 52 squares at random from the Lincoln A to Z street map. E and now we've got a year to visit all 52 and make a programme about each and every one. Lincoln A to Z. Each week we'll be setting off on our trusty bikes to find a different grid. Lincoln A to Z. We could find ourselves in a leafy residential area, a bustling city street, or a completely empty field. We'll present our findings every week here on Siren FM as we uncover Lincoln one grid at a time. Lincoln A to Z. 52 grids, two men, one map, no clue. Yeah, that's right. Uh, though all those things and two men uh, waddling around Lincoln eating sausage rolls, if anything, uh, of the past uh, has been to go by. Uh, I'm Paul Tyler here at Siren FM, and uh, my producing colleague, the other side of the desk, is Johnny Haw. Hi, Johnny. Hello there. Hello. Uh, okay, so uh, what grid are we going to be visiting on the A to Z map uh, this time? Lincoln A to Z, S7. That's right, S7, the grid that should never have been a grid. Uh, although it did have sausage rolls in it, so that makes it a pretty good grid uh, in, in our eyes. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. So, uh, Johnny, what is in grid S7? Uh, well, in S7, you've got... It's essentially the area around the Cotton Centre, as you say. So you've got uh, the Cotton Boulevard and Venables Way, the, the new estate all around there. You've got Bunkers Hill, a tiny bit of St Giles, Outer Circle Road. Uh, lots of stuff up there. Ah, oh, the new estate. The new estate, yeah, those those new kids coming into town, eh? OK, we'll find out a bit more about that and uh, and certainly what we think about uh, about that new estate uh, coming in and changing, <laughs> changing our ways around these parts uh, okay right so it's time uh, now to one, one of the essential parts of what we do here on Lincoln A to Z is uh, Johnny and I go and pound the streets with a microphone uh, and people in passing cars stare at us uh, this is going to be what's, what happened last time we did it um, and um to get from our base here at Siren FM up to S7 there's a big hill in the way en route uh, at the moment on our trusty bicycles to grid number S7 which is the Carlton Centre this for us uh, means getting up a hill we could have gone the easy way I suppose we could perhaps have gone round Yarborough uh, Yarborough Road uh, which is a, a nice light gradient we could have gone along Monks Road and then up to Outer Circle but everyone for a challenge Johnny and I have chosen uh, Lindham Hill both of us relatively new to cycling Johnny more, more, new, more newer than me um, and w- one of the things you, you, when you read up on cycling it's all about the climbs what you can do in the climbs uh, we're outside the entrance of the Usher Art Gallery uh, and here is our first big cycling test how far we can get up Lindham Hill uh, are you ready Johnny? We've already come up the first section from Monks Road to the Usher, and I'm already knackered, to be honest, so I don't hold out a lot of hope. OK, if ever we were going to get anything to win us uh, a Sony Award, uh, two blokes in their late 30s, uh, puffing up and down a hill, uh, is, <laughs> getting out of breath distinctly, is, is, is going to be it. Uh, hang on to your hats, Jury. Uh, this is Dynamic Radio. Right, let's go. I've started off in a, a very low gear. Um, I don't think Johnny's in as low a gear as he could be, uh, but I know the uh, the tricks of the trade here. So, here goes. Climbing up, I'm going to take it. I look back, Johnny's keeping on my tail here. We're getting about halfway up. It's uh, a grease stone steps. Uh, legs are aching somewhat. I'm actually feeling like I could probably do the whole thing. 
Johnny's veering off to the side I think he's seen a bench to rest on I'm leaving him standing but I'm like finding it very hard now to carry on talking I'm breathing my legs are burning right Johnny's Johnny's made a stop and I'm doing the same this is silly I made it as far as the the A15 sign I'm looking back I've got 20 metres to not 20 metres 20 yards oh I'm delirious see Johnny doesn't look as out of breath as I am I don't think he's been trying as hard right we're meeting up now how'd it go not well I got to uh, Greenstone Mount which is what about a third of the way up maybe Right. We've landed ourselves in the Carlton Centre, locked our bikes up, having a look around. This is an out-of-town retail park uh, these days, developed slowly over the past few years. Lots of shops have come and gone. Uh, there's a pound stretcher coming now that is uh, doing pretty well, I think. Uh, but a couple of units not really occupied, um, although having the houses towards the back of the Carlton Centre that we're going to go and have a look. Yeah, the Carlton booth of Art Estate, we're going to take a wander down there shortly. Right, so let's have a wander about this place, see what we can find. So I walk back now through uh, the sort of Carlton Centre towards Carlton Boulevard and uh, you, you get sort of uh, hit by the uh, a lot of local shops here. Uh, Alexander's Cafe Restaurant Bar, I can recommend, I've been there before. Um, and they really, really, I think they really suit and blend in well with the area. Uh, the area has a sort of a red brick that, that you would, I don't know, I synonymise this with, uh, if that's even a word, I synonymise this with sort of a Nottingham kind of brick feel. Uh, if you were to go to Nottingham, this wouldn't look out of place, but I think it, I think it looks a little bit out of place and a little bit not Lincoln-like. Um, I'm, you know, I want to try and drift away from saying you ain't from around here, boy, but that's what I want to say to this this sort of area. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree. The, the whole Carlton Centre, it kind of reminds me of an American-style strip mall. You know, it's got a massive great car park out the front. The kind of style of it is almost kind of New England-y, so it's not very British, I don't think, looking at it. It's kind of a bit... <sighs> toy towny you know I'm, I'm not a fan i have to say yeah i mean i say that and I'm, I'm trying to add some balance here but i'm going to struggle years ago when we were on holiday in florida we um we took a wrong turning and we ended up in a place called celebration which is a town that was actually built by disney and it looks how you imagine that would look and this kind of looks a little bit similar to be honest you know sort of um a disney version and i mean i don't want to totally degenerate it I think it's great how many local shops there are I think it's great that the people who live in this area can in theory just walk to this place and have everything they need day to day which is more than you can say for some parts of Lincoln where it's just acres and acres of houses and and nothing else so you know on a day to day basis there's everything you need here really isn't there Uh, yeah there is I mean going from uh, there's a a place called Good Condition Fitness and Remedial Centre and there's a tanning and now studio that kind of thing which uh, I don't know were we more adventurous I think we, we might go in there might we what, have our nails done? Mm, you know, I, yeah. Do men do that? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's becoming a much more popular thing, especially amongst males. They have a pedicure and things like that and sort sort themselves out. These are, these are the young men we don't recognise now, Johnny. Uh, I think that that's what they call metrosexuals, isn't it? I believe so, yeah, yeah. And there's a, there's a place we could get our hair done, but uh, if I uh, if I walk past Luigi's uh, and he knew I'd had my hair cut somewhere else, he'd go nuts. Uh, so that can't happen. And no one does my hair quite like Luigi. 
to be fair to an area like this, you know, it is a brand new area, and areas develop a character over time, don't they? When they get a little bit more careworn, the, the building starts to, the edges are, you know, worn off a little, and all the greenery starts to grow. Places start to develop a bit more of a character, so maybe if we come back here 10 years from now, we'll, uh, we'll feel a bit more for it, you know. Yeah, yeah, we'll find, uh, we'll find a bit of soul to it. Um, you can see what they're trying to do, and I like, I actually quite like what they're trying to do. There's, uh, there's a certain amount of greenery involved in it. Most of these houses are sort of three or four stories, possibly flats, I don't know. Um, but you can see they're trying to add open green spaces into it. So it's, it's planned down, it's well, it's well thought out, but I, I don't know, maybe with, with things that are overly thought out and well thought out, you do lose a bit of, uh, a bit of something. Oh, well, uh, uh, back into the studio now but do you I wonder now actually about those last comments it's been a couple of weeks now since I've made those comments and something that's too well thought out and I, I think that's probably what it is it, it, it does make it lack character I think I probably just, I said that off the cuff without thinking about it and now listening back to that Johnny I, I, I think I had a little bit of wisdom there don't you? But yeah for the first time that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I mean, there's nothing wrong with something being well planned you think but yeah I think there's a skill in making something both well planned and feel like it's not really mm. and I think they've got the first bit and not the second bit who are they who are they we talk oh, about they know. in that report I said they 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 who are these people who who, <laughs> who put that there who, who decided that it was going to look um, like Nottingham I don't know I mean I'm, I'm, I know there are, obviously there are planners at the city council and they have to give permission for these things to be built but whether they can actually influence the detail of it and exactly how every building looks I'm not sure they, I think they, they look more at the general form of the place um, and then probably it's down to the builders the developers to decide the actual style of houses and things that they want to build yeah, now Lincoln has a reputation I would say of you ain't from around here boy uh, you know trying to try blocking out things that are different and, uh, and certainly change any any change that's gonna that's gonna happen do you think we're too stuck in our ways we're too uh, we're, we're too alike in some ways although you are more of a, uh, a building snob than I am <laughs> no I, I like change in many ways I like when it's good you know I, I mean I know a lot of people in Lincoln moan about the university I got nothing but praise for the uni even though I live in an area where every freshers week I get woken up at three o'clock in the morning by people shouting in the street but even so I think the uni's fantastic and what it's the buildings it's bought and the the business and money it's bought to the city um I just don't like sort of rubbish looking buildings yeah yeah I see what you mean they do look they do look quite uh, they're, they're certainly pushed very close together and uh, it's, it's an area uh, I would say your, a young professionals just jumps out and screams at you doesn't it which I don't know why I'm saying that in a, in a derogatory uh, tone you know it's uh, um, hey they need to live somewhere and they, <laughs> they might as well live together haven't they uh, in the Carlton Centre <laughs> but the Carlton Centre isn't the only uh, part of uh, of this grid, although it does make up, uh, you know, the, the majority of it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is there is a contrast, as we'll talk later, about some of the areas that are in the immediate vicinity. And like you say, that, that really underlines the, the profession, young professional nature of that area, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you said that with a, a tone of... Uh did there I? was a definite tone about your young professional phrase there, yeah. I'm a young professional. Not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I was. Well, you're professional. Okay. <laughs> Lincoln A to Z. Are you listening to Lincoln A to Z here on Siren 107.3? Uh, and we're uh, visiting S7, uh, a grid up at Bunkers Hill and the Carlton Centre. And if you'd like to get in contact with us, let us know. Let us know if we're uh, we're talking a load of old codswallop here. Email Lincoln A to Z at sirenonline.co.uk. You can find us, of course on Facebook uh, Facebook <laughs> I'm setting up a new website called that now and um, you can also get us on Twitter 
Hashtag Lincoln A to Z. And of course, there's our website. LincolnAtoZ.co.uk uh, Right, OK. So uh, part, another thing of what we do, we always like to, uh, g- uh, as well as Johnny and I just walking the grids, we like to actually uh, speak to people, interview people. And um, we had a great contact up at uh, Good Condition, uh, based in the Carlton Centre. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll let them explain. Tell us a little bit about Good Condition. Good Condition uh, was in our, a project of mine, and our job is looking after the body. People come in for one-to-one personal training, sports massage therapy, physiotherapy, small group classes, nutritional advice, okay, remedial work. I went around different cities, from London to Northampton, Birmingham, Manchester, working as a professional in the fitness industry. And what I saw was health clubs and gyms, and on the other side of the road, there'll be private remedial clinics. So my idea was to do what they're doing in London, what they're doing in the States, and what they're doing in the big cities, and be the first in Lincoln to provide a service like this. So let's look at specifically why you chose this area. You know, obviously you had a look around. Did you have a look around various other places and, and then yeah. focus focus here? When I looked around the Carton Centre, I noticed with the residential area and the retail park, two minutes from the uh, from the, the hospital, and just you know, one, one and a half minutes from the A46 down to the A1, they had a good catchment area, and there are lots of young professionals, that, those that come from the hospitals, from physicians to GPs, consultants, uh, right across to those that are working in the, in the major employers in town. Uh, we get a lot of people that actually work in the city, but they'll live in the Carton Centre area. There's no need for them to move right into the city itself. Their property is you know, twice the price of some places, but all the business owners in the area, we all get on, work, work together, we all work well, we all help to talk about each other's services, and that's it. Uh, so you're working in this area, I mean, what, what's it like? Is it a good, safe area? Do you feel safe walking the streets around? Yeah, there's, um, there's a good community feel about the Carlton Centre. Um, everybody likes to use the facilities in the area. They use the restaurant, the cafes, the, the bar downstairs, they use the post office. Um, because it is quite a small community, considering it's only a short you know, drive from the city centre, it's almost like a separate community here. Our thanks to uh, Tristan Lowe from uh, Good Condition, which is a fitness uh, and remedial centre. Uh, and as you could probably hear in the background there, there was someone uh, working very, very, very hard. And uh, Tristan's a, a fantastic guy. I mean, I, I talked to Tristan there probably, what, five minutes? We edited that down to a couple of minutes. Uh, but I actually talked to him uh, after that, after I'd put the recorder away, I talked to him for about an hour. And a really, really fantastic guy. Uh, if, you, uh, if, if you're looking down at the minute, you've still got your, a bit of winter flab, uh, then I, I would heartily rend, uh, recommend getting in touch, certainly if you're one of our, our young professionals. Uh, in in the uh, in the top corner there, and also while I was there, I was looking down on the street and I saw someone uh, someone in a body warmer, uh, and that that kind of summed up the area for me, Johnny. You don't wear a body warmer, do you? A body warmer is that those, those kind of like a waistcoat? But yeah, no arms. Like what Martin McFly? You just yeah, exactly. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Very, one of those in the eighties. Yeah, very, 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 <laughs> very stylish. Uh, but I always look at them and think, oh, their arms must be cold. Yeah, yeah. Although around my area, as I said, as I said earlier, there's a lot of students in our area, and even at this time of year with this awful weather at the minute, they're walking around in shorts. What's wrong with these people? <laughs> I know there's a fellow who walks his dog at like five in the morning every morning in shorts, even in this weather, and you think, oh my word, you know. But there, there are some there are some people like that, and uh, we we could go on forever the, uh, talking about this and the impractical footwear that the youth wear today. But <laughs> uh, but, but we'd best not. We'd best not. We'd best move on. Lincoln A to Z. S7. Uh, okay, right now it's time for uh, uh, mine and Johnny's second visit uh, to our grid this week, which is uh, S7. And uh, we try and rack our brains and find some meaning from street names. 
Let's have a look at some of the uh, the street names around here. We're just looking on our, our Lincoln A to Z map, find our way around as we do. Um, Olsen Road, Exley Square. I know I suppose some of these are named after people. Of course, Venables Way uh, must be named after Terry Venables. And right in front of us, we've got Carlton Boulevard, which I find interesting. They use the word boulevard. The only place I know where there are lots of places called boulevard is Milton Keynes. And it's, it's a very American kind of word, isn't it? You don't get boulevards in the UK much. So that that's kind of suggests where they're perhaps aiming this. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think we're both, I wouldn't say falling in love with the, the, the place a little bit more. Uh, I think we're both sort of warming to it. I mean, as I'm looking down Venables Way now, just some of the uh, the shapes of the buildings, the curves there. I mean, it's not exactly those ones outside Bath, is it? But you can see they're trying them. They're certainly making an effort. Yeah, effort has been made. I grew up on a, a 70s housing estate where no effort at all was made. It was just box, 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 you know, straight lines and, and very, very ugly buildings. I mean, I now live in a Victorian area, and to me, that's the zenith. That's when we got housing right. The 70s was probably a low point, and now this is kind of probably heading in the right direction again. What's turning into a regular feature on Lincoln A to Z is uh, places just outside the grids places we'd like to have been and uh, just outside the uh, S7 grid where we are, Carlton Boulevard area is of course a quarry and uh, you're saying Johnny that all this area used to be a quarry yeah, my dad was always on about this. They called it the Ironstone, and it was it was a, a huge quarry where they mined ironstone, strangely enough. And it covered this entire area right the way down to where the Uphill Tesco's is now. And, yeah, this entire area would have been dug out, so it's, it's uh, quite a, a change of use. Yeah, well, it seems like they've filled it back in now. We drove on now just past the... Mind that dog poo. As we're talking about houses, it's quite interesting. We're walking back up towards, uh, well, the Bolo, the old Bowling Green pub. Uh, and over the road is, of course, St Giles. I mean, looking at those houses, I mean, they, for me, actually, the St Giles house and that, that kind of house is pretty perfect because they have lots of space, rooms big enough for the family to grow up in, uh, gardens, lots of space in the gardens. Um, but from the area we've just been in, you know, St Giles wouldn't be, uh, you know, the, the desirable location. That's true, yeah. I mean, we've just come from the Carlton Boulevard area, which is all young professionals, I guess you'd call it, whereas St Giles has has the reputation. I mean, every city has the rough area, what people regard as the rough area, and I think it's fair to say that the Gillies is what people regard as Lincoln's rough estate. Um, I'm a bit protective of it, really, because my, my dad and, uh, you know, my dad's family grew up there. And the thing is, my, my granddad, OK, he wasn't exactly a high flyer, but he owned his own business. He had a, an abattoir down on Brayford Pool, he employed a few men under him, you know, so he had a car at a time when not many people did. So you could probably say that for the time he was kind of a young professional and he chose at that time to locate his family in St Giles because, of course, the Carlton Boulevard estate is brand new now. There was a time when St Giles was brand new and it was a desirable place. It's always been social housing, but that was from a time when pretty much everyone lived in council houses, so that wasn't an issue. So, you know, who knows where the Carlton estate will be 40, 50 years from now? Will it be still a desirable place? Will it have gone downhill a little bit and maybe St Giles would have been discovered by the bohemian crowd who decide to do it all up again? You don't know, do you? Estates rise and fall over time. People will come to a point where they want a, a nice functional house uh, with, a, with a nice garden spaced out nicely, and that's what you get. That's exactly what I'm looking at over St Giles and different areas and different... Uh, uh, characters um, it's easy to romance that you know probably growing up in that area might not be the easiest thing 
And what we have got here is a drive-through McDonald's, which to me is the kind of epitome of all that's wrong with the modern world, you know. Not only are people eating this rubbish, which is, you know, once in a while it's fine, we all like a bit of junk every now and again, but if you can't even be bothered to haul your big blubbery body out of your car to eat it, you have to be fed through the window like a pig at a trough. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's pathetic really, isn't it? What, why, did, why did we import this awful idea that, you know, you can't even be bothered to move your body into a proper table and eat like a human being? OK, well, I'm gonna, I feel the need to add some balance here because uh, the producer is, uh, <laughs> is taking over. Now, I, I, I don't know because I struggle because I, I tend to agree with you. However, I do find them convenient... <laughs> Um, <laughs> the seaway convenience. Um, I like their lattes. I don't know. I do, is we only use it once in a while, um, and when I go, I know I, I quite like it. <laughs> uh, so there we go. You, uh, another defining moment where you can see the difference between uh, the presenter uh, and the producer. And uh, on our way home tonight, I think we should go through the uh, the drive through on Tritton Road, don't you? Uh, I'd, I'd rather poke sticks in my eyes, I think. Okay. <laughs> right, okay, so I think it's fair to say we cheered up there and we, we, uh, we did we kind of warm to the area afterwards. And I, I think we're leaving with a certain sense of hope. I mean, unlike uh, last week where we, we, we felt there's certainly a housing uh, history uh, to the area and there are stories to be told there. Um, the stories of the Carlton Centre, uh, uh, which takes up the majority of our grid, not all of it, like we say, you know, just a little bits of it sneaking with, uh, with St. Giles, as we were talking about, and a very tiny bit um, it, I don't think of Woolsey Way I've got the map behind me I can't see it but uh, uh, but the Carlton Centre and th- that area behind it Carlton Boulevard is creating its history and its stories right now isn't it? Absolutely yeah and it's going to grow a lot more as well it's part of one of these urban extensions which I think we'll, we'll hear more about in future weeks here on the show um, Lincoln is going to grow a lot in the next few years so there's going to be a lot more of these kind of estates so you know whether you like them or not there's going to be a lot more modern housing um, and I imagine a lot of it's going to look exactly like that yeah and there are big plans for uh, certainly schools there and primary schools and, uh, and nurseries there and there is already a residential home isn't there so it's not just young professionals is it because you know I, I think they're, they're, they're well I think to be fair when we were around there there was uh, various retired people who were there and it was a convenient area uh, for such a person to live in yeah yeah I guess young professional is one of these phrases that you know, they, <laughs> we, they use on, on, on location 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 and things like this and um, it's just an easy phrase isn't it but like wow factor you know they always say that as well <laughs> don't they for every single house yeah. curb appeal but uh, th- there is a mix of people up there and there's going to be more and more of a mix I think like you say there's, there's there's old people's flats there's affordable housing so you know it's not just going to be the young professionals yeah I think the, the overwhelming sense that when you walk through that archway and down that little the little uh, sort of boulevard area it is just such a change from from the rest of Lincoln it really it really smacks you in the face and uh, and, and says wow <laughs> you know doesn't it it's, uh, the, the, this isn't you're not in Lincoln anymore are you I think yeah, you're right. It has got a, a unique kind of look to it. Like you say, it does look a bit like Nottingham somehow. It's, it's yeah. odd, that, isn't it? I wonder if the developer is a Nottingham-based developer and has just bought their designs, could well stock and barrel from could, yeah. Nottingham. Exactly. could well be the brick colour, but you, you would think they would, uh, they would, they'd like to try and find a way of digging straight out of that quarry next door and, and, and building <laughs> up. But I'm sure uh, they thought of that. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Find us on Twitter at Lincoln A to Z.
Uh, okay, so uh, we've got a, uh, a response here from uh, Twitter uh, as, re- as regards uh, Carlton Boulevard. Uh, now, this is from Jenny's Jams. Uh, I've been following Jenny's Jams for a while now. Uh, I've not tasted any, uh, but I'm pretty sure that very soon uh, I will do. Um, and, okay, it says there we are more than happy uh, on the boulevard. Great location, great neighbours. Uh, but as you say, it does have a different feel uh, to the rest of Lincoln. And, uh, yeah, I think I think that's uh, that's pretty true. What about, uh, do you, what about Jenny's Jams? Do you like the sound of that, Johnny? That sounds very nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I bet they do a nice chutney as well. Yeah. Maybe, so, uh, obviously, in Lincoln, maybe we should do an episode where we just taste lots of food made here in Lincoln. That's, yeah. That sounds like a good plan to me. I was, I was watching a food programme before we came out tonight, and I was thinking, yeah, what the world needs <laughs> is another <laughs> is, a, is another programme about food, isn't it? But but I was also thinking, well, with Lincoln's uh, Lincoln and Lincolnshire's heritage, uh, food-wise, I mean, certainly what we've uh, visited, three grids so far and eaten two sausage rolls. So uh, I think there's something in that. I think that if they can do a six-part series about bread, then they can certainly do a one-off about Lincoln food so yeah definitely um, another comment come in this one came uh, through our email I think this is from uh, John Kilcoyne who says read the house on Michael Gate this is going back to our discussion last week mm-hmm. about the best and worst buildings in Lincoln the new house on Michael Gate I think it's lovely or it will be when it's finished it's known as the bird of paradise house because it resembles one of the flowers now this is a, the house you might um, recognise this it's kind of halfway up Michael Gate and it's got sort of yellow sticking out roofs and I had to look out what a bird of paradise plant was because I'm, I'm not a gardener but it, it does it does look like one actually I think it's a, it's a very apt name for it uh, yeah yeah I do as well and uh, because this, this is from a response from last week uh, when Anita said uh, that, that she didn't like it she felt it was a blot on the landscape I think uh, uh, were, her, were the words to her effect uh, but it just goes to show different people different opinions but most people I think we speak to about that place uh, I, everyone just wants to see it finished really don't they I mean we should perhaps have a whip round and uh, talking of best and worst buildings if you go to our website lincolnatorz.co.uk if you go there, there's a brand new page uh, leading from the homepage, uh, Lincoln's Best and Worst Buildings. And if you want to go on there and tell us, what what do you think? We've talked about the worst buildings last week, but what are the best ones? Yeah, and the worst building, without a doubt, uh, in my opinion, is uh, the council office uh, on West Parade. Uh, and, and no one else, I don't think, put up a strong enough argument against that. Really? Well, you know, I, I beg to differ. As I say, <laughs> wait till uh, next week, I think, when we go to Tritton Road. We will see worse. A question of Lincoln. That's right. It's a, it's a question of Lincoln uh, here on Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Just in the background there, you can hear the uh, the Siren FM choir uh, just just rehearsing. Uh, so that when Paul McCartney says at Christmas time they've been rehearsing all year, he won't be lying. Just. Uh, just hearing Charlotte Reed there, just uh, giving a toppy there in the background. Uh, the presenter, of course, for Food for Thought. Uh, you can hear that on uh, on Wednesdays at 2pm here on Siren FM, repeated on Saturday at 3, which is uh, which is when I listen, actually. And if you go to the Siren FM uh, website, the homepage, uh, via the homepage, you'll see what they're doing for Easter uh, with brownie with... Uh, with cream eggs in it oh my word it's good uh, with a video as well of, uh, of telling you how to make it it's a fantastic fantastic part of the Siren FM website but back back to the business at hand and this is a, a question of Lincoln focus and I hand over to my colleague Johnny Hall okay nice easy one for you this week <laughs> Lincoln is twinned with four towns around the world <laughs> oh, no. now most people are aware of Neustadt which is our twin town in Germany but which of these three countries does not have a Lincoln twin town? I wasn't so it's which one? Were you not? No. <laughs> it's on the signs, it's everywhere. <laughs> but which of these does not, okay? 
have a twin town okay. with Lincoln. Okay. A, China. B, Poland. Or C, Austria. Your 10 seconds starts now. Okay. Uh, China, uh, Poland, uh, and Austria. Uh, Austria is very, very close to Germany. We're very notorious in Germany. I'm going to say Austria. Yep, you're right. <laughs> uh, so currently, Johnny, could you just just remind me of the uh, of the current score as we as we as we go into the second part of the uh, question of Lincoln today? What is the current score? Is it is it two nil to you? That's right. Okay. Um, so in previous weeks, uh, it could be said that I've not been taking this. Uh, so serious, concentrating on celebrities instead of actual questions about Lincoln. So, so this week, I'm not changing anything because I'm winning. In a previous radio incarnation, Johnny and I presented a programme called The Reading Room. I <laughs> still got it, Johnny, still got it. <laughs> now, during that time, we interviewed the comedian and author, Tony Hawks, who was fantastic company and a great interview. Go back, check out the podcast. Now, during that interview, Tony and I shared a pot of tea. Now, my question is, A... Did I pay for the tea? Did comedian and author Tony Hawkes pay for the tea? Or did the drill hall provide the tea on the house? Ten seconds. Uh, this is the most tenuous link to Lincoln I've ever heard. But uh, It happened <laughs> in Lincoln. It happened in Lincoln, OK. I think the drill hall, they, they treat their, their talent very well. I reckon the drill hall paid. No, I paid. I paid. <laughs> I paid for that tea. I pay. I said, no, Tony, put your money away. Your money's no good here. I'll sort it out. Ho- I must admit, hoping upon hope that when I got there, uh, they would say, no, it's okay. You, you know, you're bringing light. You're shining uh, light. No, it didn't. Uh, so, <laughs> so I paid for it. Still got the receipt somewhere, no doubt. Uh, okay, so... Uh, That's still 2-0. Still 2-0, still 2-0. We still call it 2-0, although quite why. I think we need to knock these rules out. We need, uh, we need to make the rules a bit more complicated. A bit more challenging because what we need is another challenge. So uh, join us again for another edition of A Question of Lincoln. Lincoln A to Z S7. Uh, now, each uh, grid we visit here on Lincoln A to Z, uh, we also feature the history of the area. Joanna Hughes from the Lincolnshire Archive tells us all about S7. Before all the industrial buildings and houses appeared in this area um, that we know today, it was actually quite sparsely populated. Some of the area was termed on old maps as extra-parochial, which meant it didn't lay within the jurisdiction of a particular parish. Much of the area would have been farmed as large open fields, and then in the 18th and 19th century, the Enclosure Act came into force, and large fields and common land, they were all divided up into the smaller rectangular fields that we're more familiar with today. It's fascinating to consider that today's modern housing plots uh, may still follow the line of some of these much earlier enclosures. A reminder of the rural character of this this area is uh, the pub known as the Lincolnshire Poacher. This was originally a farmhouse. It stands on Bunkers Hill, which is no doubt named after the Battle of Bunkers Hill, which was a battle in the American War of Independence, which took place in Massachusetts in 1775. As well as farming, this area has been extensively mined and quarried for its valuable limestone and iron ore deposits. The mining and quarrying was on quite a large scale, so much so it actually needed its own tramway, which you can see on some of the old 19th century maps at the archives, and some of these tramways even connected to the mainline railways. Much of the limestone used for the construction of Lincoln's uphill buildings came from these quarries. The mining and quarrying past in this area can be seen in the dips and hollows which lie below the level of some of the current roads. 
as today's shops and showrooms and supermarkets overlay much of the area and its earlier industrial heritage, those areas that haven't yet been built on, like Greetwell Quarry, for example, to the south of the Carlton Shopping Centre, after years of being exploited by man, are being reclaimed now by nature, and so is once more becoming quite an important ecosystem for local flora and fauna, as well as providing a pleasant open green space in the city for local residents. Okay, thanks there to uh, Joe, and we'll hear more of her on each and every grid. And of course, thanks for the continued support of the Lincolnshire Archive. Now, as well as Lincoln Eighties, there's been a radio program website. Uh, it's also an art project. Now, Johnny and I, we are now artists. Uh, oh yes, we are. And each of these fifty-two grids that we visit, we'll be uh, selecting, finding, discovering, and uh, well, as we've proved so far, just generally pilfering whatever we can lay our hands on. Uh, these objects are going to be presented as part of an exhibition at the collection here in Lincoln in May 2014, which is part of the Lincoln Inspired Arts Festival. Uh, now, for these objects, uh, well, this is what happened when Johnny and I went trailing for an object in S7. Um, so as we walked around, uh, nothing's really hit me as to what we could possibly put, you know, as an object we can uh, we can display in the Lincoln A to Z exhibition. Um, but something's, something's just hit me. There's... Uh, how much money you got on you, Johnny? Uh, about £1.20. Uh, right, I'm going to have a look through my wallet. Uh, right, so money-wise, I've got one pounds, uh, one pound fifty-six, um, and there's a bookies over there. Do you fancy your chances? Well, I always find bookies a little intimidating. You know, they're full of men. You know, proper men, <laughs> not, not like us, actual proper men who seem to know what they're doing in there. I haven't got a clue what to do. Okay, but, well, we can give it a go. Well, I seem to remember the uh, going in for the Grand National, so let's go and have a look. Let's put our money. Uh, we've got to bang it on the nose, I think, rather than go each way because we really haven't got enough money to go each way. Uh, let's go and uh, see if we can win some money. But we should make the commitment that any money we spe- we win, we've got to spend today in the Carlton Centre. How's about that? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. There's an Argos over there. I need a toaster. <laughs> Seventy, two seventy six. Right. So we're going to go two seventy six on the nose with rock and roll ramble. Okay. Let's go and find a slip. Okay. I uh, have a price on that, please. Cheers up. Right, I think they're about to start. Our horses in the back. Right up the back. Right in the back. Oh he's covering the back. No one's getting yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to have a last minute spurt, I think. Oh. 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 Come on. Oh, you beauty. Oh, oh, no, third last, I think. Back a yeah. Oh, slowing down, though, wasn't it? Oh, you meant to go faster. No, I think that's perspective. Oh, right, fair enough. Oh, no. <laughs> no, he is. No, he is. He is slowing down, 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 yeah. Come on. Oh, I had reasons of a brand new toast oh, then, Johnny. Yeah. Oh, he's all over the place now. Oh, look at that. No, it's all gone wrong. He's gone backwards. Yeah. Roll well, around, mate. Yeah. Tesco's on you for you, mate. So mixed emotions, really, from the book, because it was quite an exciting experience, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, Rock and Roll Rambo was up front for a little while, and then just, oh, I don't know, it all went wrong. But 
it was kind of exciting in a strange way we were, we were almost the only people in the shop there was one other slightly depressed looking man so it's not it's not the kind of high octane thrills you might expect I don't know you see when he was winning because at one point Rock and Roll Rambo was winning yeah. and I was I just had visions of what we were going to go to Argos and buy you know I'd already spent the money yeah. and it was it was getting really really good but I can see I can totally see why people get lured into it now there's only one winner uh, and that's the bookies uh, we've come out losers uh, but also because you can hear in the background or you couldn't until just now um, there's uh, someone playing you know, I, I feel pretty bad coming out of here now because we've just frittered our money away you know our two pound two pound seventy six uh, we've frittered away which could uh, quite well have gone in the hat of this busker uh, down here that's playing some beautiful music So, so there we go. Now, uh, what is the uh, the object that we obtained from a visit to the bookies? That's going to be uh, under the subject of art, Johnny. It's uh, I, I don't even know what you call it. I'm so out of my depth in that place. Uh, <laughs> you, <were. laughs> you, you sounded like you do what you're doing. You're whole yeah, yeah. gonna have a price on that love business. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how you talk when you go into a bookies. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. But we've got the the stub, the ticket stub, or whatever you call it. <laughs> is that what it's called? It's a betting slip. Betting slip. That's the, the word. Slip, betting yeah, slip. Yeah. Betting yeah. slip. Yeah. We've got the, uh, the the betting slip from uh, Rock and Roll Rambo. Was it? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Useless old nag. nag. Okay, so now, object-wise, are you any more convinced now that we have anything resembling art? Now, this is only going to be part of the Lincoln A to Z uh, exhibition, uh, the collection. So if you're listening at the collection, don't worry, don't panic yourself. It's just part of it. Um, any, are you convinced, Johnny, that this is art yet? Well, this is, this is better. I have to say that. It's not, we didn't find it on the ground, which is a bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a bit of a story behind it, you know. Although it'd be better if it won, of course. Of course, I could have the toaster could have gone on display, couldn't it? It could, yeah, great, yeah. But it's an improvement, yeah. I think we're going in the right direction. So do I. So do I. Um, yeah, it's, it's certainly. Oh man, if it was, a, if we were, on the, if I was Simon Cowell now, we'd say it was part of our journey, wouldn't we? Lincoln A to Z. Uh, now it's time to hear some spoken word written uh, especially for Lincoln A to Z and quite specifically for our grid uh, this week, S7. Uh, this is by Treff, Legendary Plot. Did Roman legions march up Bunkers Hill, battling their way through traffic to Skagness? As they left the safety and confines of their city, was it understood they were passing a special place? Maybe. Did St Hugh tending his stone-carrying flock of cathedral builders, stand atop the quarry spreading his spirituality wide. He might. This place is special. You feel it as you walk the grid. The names stand out. Stukely Close, Ross Close, Alexander Walk, Warren Court, Exley Square. Take them in, roll them off the tongue, digest... No heart of empire can compare. How Court, Navona House, Olsen Rise, Olsen Court, Stark Way. Badges of history, worn with fierce communal pride. Onwards to Putnam Way, Pitcairn Avenue, Palatine House, Padley Road, Pigot Way. The five pioneering peas personified. Lack nothing. Dream of adventure. Reed Drive, Venables Way, Marat Close, Carton Square. Memory sticking, ship launching handles of 21 gun salutes and squadron leaders' flypasts. Then the great names Outer Circle Road, 
Woolsey Way, Carlton Boulevard, and of course again Bunkers Hill. Great corpuscular arteries, commercial lifeblood, food and drink, and finally the Carlton Centre. Grand Central Market, breadbasket, meeting place, holiday booking point. Go there, spend time, see life happen, be. Uh, and there's Trevor Davis. Thanks ever so much to Treff, and you'll hear much more uh, from Treff coming up uh, in future programmes. And uh, I think he found uh, a beauty within uh, the, the grid that certainly Johnny or I didn't, but hey, that's the, the difference there, isn't it? And uh, Treff's book, Philosopher on Tap, book one, The Abandoned Sandy Shoe and Other Chinks in the Curtains of Life, is being launched on the 8th of May at the Morning Star Pub in Lincoln. The event, which includes entertainment from internationally acclaimed jazz pianist Colin Dubman on the piano, is free of charge to attend, although you can purchase a ticket which gets you an advantage copy of the book and uh, you can get all the details there from philosopherontap.com Lincoln A to Z Thanks for listening to the Lincoln A to Z podcast. Do you know anything about this or any of our other 52 grids? If so, we'd love to hear from you. LincolnAtoZ.co.uk has all the information and contact details you'll need. And don't forget the live Lincoln A to Z show is on Siren FM Monday nights from 9.